Hey guys, welcome to The Adapt Effect. This is a podcast designed to give you an approachable take to help you grow in all things health, wellness, and fitness. I'm your host, Amber Dupree, and you're now listening to episode 16. Today, we're going to talk all about outgrowing relationships, what to do if you're outgrowing a relationship, how to know if you are outgrowing a relationship, and if and when you need to cut that person off if this is a case, right? So I know a lot of you are thinking, Amber, this is a health and fitness podcast. Why are we talking relationships? And I'm just going to start this podcast by saying I am no expert in relationships at all. I have failed many, many, many times in relationships, um, both on my end and on other people's ends. And I'm still learning, growing, and all that good stuff myself. However, I will say out of the hundreds and hundreds of clients I've trained, this is a common theme I've noticed, right? So I've definitely noticed like if you're working towards a goal, it's likely that you're going to face some type of resistance from the people around you, right? So especially in the fitness industry, I've seen many, many, many people struggle within their own relationships that they've already been in as they begin to make um, progress in their health health and fitness and, um, journey, right? So that's why I'm kind of going to jump into this podcast and it's why I'm going to start linking the two because it's something I see quite often. So if this is something you're struggling with, even if it's not a health and fitness journey as to why you're struggling with it, I truly believe that this episode can help a lot of you because I've experienced it myself countless times with a lot of the relationships I've been in personally and I've been fortunate enough to mentor a lot of my clients through the same process as well. So why not make a podcast out of it, right? All right, guys, so I'm just going to start this podcast off by being blatantly honest, right? I'm just going to call it like I see it because more often than not, when someone loses weight or maybe puts on a good amount of muscle or they get fit or whatever, they drop that 50 pounds they've been wanting to drop, the people closest to them are the ones who are annoyed by it. They're the ones who are intimidated about it or they're the ones who are insecure about it, right? So as awful, awful, awful as it sounds, guys, that friend who is now making passive aggressive comments at you because you lost weight or you're sticking to your diet or whatever the case may be, as awful as it sounds, they liked being able to rely on you as being that overweight friend that made them feel good about themselves. I promise. If maybe you're going through a relationship right now and your relationship is really struggling, you know, because you're starting to lose weight and get fit and kind of have this confidence just like radiating from you. I promise you guys that partner felt secure in the relationship with you because you lacked confidence. And now that you have that confidence, things are starting to change for you. Now that partner can't accept it because when they met you, you lacked the confidence. So that made them feel better in that relationship. Now that you have the confidence and you're losing weight and you're fit, now they're the insecure one. Does that make sense? So I see this very, very often. There's a lot of other things I see, but honestly, this is why we feel like we're outgrowing people, right? So often the person that we're becoming is not accepted by the people that have known us for years and years and years. And it's not accepted by the people who have known us for years because they think they know us best, right? Like how often do you hear significant others or family members say, oh, I know you better than you know yourself, right? 
So when we meet people, guys, we fit into this like perfect picture that that person has painted for us. If we change or we no longer, you know, are that person or we lose 50 pounds or we start having confidence or whatever about us starts to change, then that's when we no longer become the person that they wanted, quote unquote, right? So when we change, it starts to really threaten that reality and people become defensive and protective. And then if the change isn't accepted, that can lead to arguments. And that's when people start saying, oh, I feel like I don't even know you anymore, right? So guys, when that, I'll call it like when that dynamic exists, change, growth, evolution, none of that can thrive, right? So ironically, fitness and health, what is that doing? It's teaching you change. It's teaching you growth. It's teaching you evolution, right? So that's what fitness is essentially preparing you for. One thing I really want to kind of point out is, and I feel like a lot of people don't really understand this, but true love is allowing the space for someone to not be exactly who they are today, right? So what I mean by that is, True love is allowing that person to have the freedom to become anything else they might want to be. So sure, you might have met somebody who was pursuing a career as a physical therapist. Maybe they switched paths and became a firefighter. Or you might have met somebody who, you know, was in love with cooking and that was who they were. And then they decided to become a personal trainer. I don't know, whatever the case may be. But... If somebody truly loves you, they're going to give you the freedom to become who you want to be. And that is always going to be changing. We are not meant to stay the same creature for our entire lives. As humans, we're meant to change. We're meant to grow. We're meant to evolve. So if your partner isn't allowing you to do these things, or even worse, if you're not allowing your partner to do these things, you really need to take a step back and start to really teach yourself and rewire your brain and let yourself understand that these things are in our human nature. So a lot of us are scared of change and this is why we resist it so much, right? But you have to learn to start looking at the people in your life with an open mind and then that will then lead to strengthening of your relationship, right? So if you're seeking self-growth and fitness, you're probably doing the same thing in other aspects of your life because that's the drive you have, right? So you are already one step ahead of most of the population. You're already seeking that personal development, that personal growth, right? So I'm sure that's not going to stop with your health and fitness. That's going to, you know, leak into other areas of your life. And I truly believe that it's very important to have a partner who is on that same wavelength, right? So have a partner who's on that same personal development, I guess, goal, you can say. So I think that where most relationships begin to suffer is one person may be really striving for personal development and self-growth. And that person, maybe they're very self-aware and they have that skill of being self-aware. And maybe that other person doesn't. So, you know, they might feel like they're being outshined or they might feel like you're changing and you're not the same person that they were when they met you 20 years ago. We have to stop looking at that as a bad thing. and We have to start realizing that that is a very good thing. We're not meant to be the same person for 20 consecutive years. So we really have to start conditioning our brains to start seeing change as potential. And we have to start conditioning our brains to see it as a very good thing. We are often told that in order to be like, I, don't, I guess you'll say bonded with somebody that we're supposed to know everything about them. This 
is a freaking lie. Because imagine how hard it is to even know yourself completely, fully, in and out. Imagine how hard it is to know yourself and to know everything about yourself. And we are conditioned to think in order to truly love our partner, we have to know everything about that person as well. Guys, that is suffocating your partner. That is making them feel as though they can't change, they can't evolve, they can't, you know, adapt to different things. And that's essentially suffocating them. So we are conditioned to not accept change or new interests or become insecure when our partners seek this like personal development or this personal self-growth, right? We start to become really insecure. But in a relationship, you have to continue to evolve. You have to continue to learn yourself, not only learn yourself, but also learn your partner. I honestly believe that relationships flourish when there's space to find new hobbies, to seek growth, to really fully step into who you are and who you're going to become. So if we don't have space and acceptance, we begin to feel suffocated and insecure when our partners begin to change. And we begin to look at change as again, like this negative, we start to have this negative connotation behind change. That's when you begin to seek places and people that do allow the permission to explore new versions of yourself, right? So whenever we are not getting from our partner, um, a space and kind of this, I guess you can call it permission to really explore ourselves. That's when we start looking at other, I'll say avenues or options, whether that be you're in a marriage and you're starting to look at other, you know, women or men, or you're in a relationship and you begin to look at other women and men because you're so suffocated and you feel so trapped into the life you're in that any change will make your partner unhappy. So that truly is when you start to look at other people, right? So you have to give yourself and your partner the freedom to, I guess you can say, outgrow who they are without making them feel guilty or without making them feel as though you're leaving them behind. Because I promise you guys, oftentimes that is not the case. That's just your own insecurities shining through. You have to start giving your partner that space to find out who they are. That's honestly why I think a lot of like, marriages when they're really young don't last because you don't know who you are at the age of 20, 21, 22, 23. You barely know who you are. You're still learning yourself. So we're expecting ourselves not to change. We're always going to change, but we're really expecting our partners not to change. And we're kind of counting on them to be that person we fell in love with right? And so when that person that we fell in love with, when that idea of them starts to change, we really begin to struggle because especially at a young age, we're very insecure, right? Maybe we haven't truly stepped into our confidence yet. And this is when those problems really start to arise. So if you're in a younger relationship or if you're in an older relationship and you're listening to this podcast, I really truly believe that the greatest gift you can give someone is honestly just the freedom to outgrow who they once were. Give that person that feeling of freedom without threatening them or without them feeling threatened or without, you know, you making them feel as though they're leaving you behind or making them feel guilty for doing so. Give your partner that freedom and watch how much that relationship begins to flourish, right? Begin accepting their new hobbies, their new goals, their new passions, their new weight loss journey. Begin accepting it and encouraging it. And who knows, maybe their motivation, their discipline on something can leak into your life and help you change, or maybe it will motivate you to dig into and tap into these old skills or new skills you really want to start having, right? 
So, all right, what if you're already past that point though? What if your partner already does feel threatened or insecure, right? So kind of relating it back to health and fitness, guys, here's the truth. Most of the time, people get insecure about someone else's growth because it shines light on what they have not done yet. And I can't stress that enough. That's what I see countless times with my newer clients who are starting their health and fitness journey and are so excited about the progress, you know, they've made, but their best friend or their significant or their significant other isn't happy for them. It's honestly just because that person is shining a light on what the person who is envious has yet to do. So it's their own insecurity shining through, right? I will, pr- I promise you this, and this is something a good friend of mine told me, but somebody will never talk bad about what you're doing if they're in a good spot. So if they love where they're at in life, they're never going to bash you or put you down or make you feel bad for encouraging positive change in your life. I promise you. So if somebody is tearing you down or bringing toxic energy into your life, it's because they are not happy or they feel guilty about not doing it yet. I promise you that. Guys, I have experienced this so much. Even think like business, right? So this is especially common in like entrepreneurship, right? So when I opened my fitness studio, I promise you guys, it was not my family or my closest friends or my best friends supporting me. The most support I got was from other small business owners who were on a similar journey or could understand and appreciate the efforts I was putting in or the struggles I was overcoming or the day-to-day grind that I was going through. It wasn't my friends or my mom or my stepdad or anyone of that nature supporting me every day, checking in on me, you know, caring about the struggles I was going through, helping me come to solutions. It was people who were on a similar journey. So take that and apply it to health and fitness, guys. If you find that your significant other, your best friends, your people close to you aren't supportive, you should really think about indulging yourself and people who are like-minded, who want self-growth, who want personal development, maybe even a few other people who are on a fitness journey. Start tapping into that community. Start, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are on a similar journey watch how inspired you become. Watch how, you know, it just goes to show you that to some people it might sound like you're bragging or you're boasting, but to people who are on a similar journey with you, they're just going to fucking get it. Like they're just going to get it. They're going to understand it's not you bragging or boasting or just, you know, bragging about your accomplishments and your weight loss. They're going to resonate with you. They're going to understand. They're going to know the hard work you've put in. So start surrounding yourselves with those types of people, right? So I think one thing we all really need to realize is this. We need to realize that just because you decide to start something new or maybe you're excited about something, we have to all start to realize that that doesn't mean that everyone around you instantly has to follow your lead and get excited about it too. This is kind of the polar opposite end of the, I guess you can say, argument or podcast. But yes, you might be super excited for something. You might have hit that weight loss goal of like five pounds or 10 pounds or 50 pounds, whatever that was for you. You cannot expect everyone to be as excited about your accomplishment as you are, okay? More importantly, you can't expect everyone to be super excited and to instantly follow your lead when you do jump into like a fitness journey or a weight loss journey, right? Because 
They haven't seen the progress yet. They haven't seen you do it yet. You might know you're dedicated. That person doesn't know you're dedicated. Maybe you've started 50 times and then stopped 50 times. That person isn't on your journey with you and that is okay, right? So we need to really start realizing that. And I think that the sooner we realize that, it isn't anyone else's responsibility to hold us accountable or to keep us excited about the choices we've made. The sooner we stop feeling let down and disappointed by the people around us, the better. I really learned this in the freedom group I went through. So with my church, I went through this like 12 week, really like intensive course. The one thing I took away the most with that freedom group was expectation leads to hurt right? So when we have all these expectations for people, there's often the reality, right? So expectations is up here and we have all these really high expectations. And then there's hurt because all these expectations were not met, right? So the sooner we realize we can't expect things from others. And I know that sounds like, what, what do you mean? I can't have expectations, but honestly, guys just don't have expectations for others. And I'm not saying to turn cold or to turn your heart cold or anything of that nature. I'm just saying the sooner we let go of these expectations, the more free we're going to be within ourselves, right? So it's going to get rid of any of that disappointment that the people around us may have given us because the reality is these people didn't give us that disappointment. We gave ourselves that disappointment by having these expectations. So not only free your partner or free your friends from this, from those expectations, but free yourself from those expectations. Cause I promise you it's going to lead to disappointment every single time. And if there's nothing else that that freedom group taught me, it's absolutely that you're doing yourself a huge favor by getting rid of those expectations. Cause it's going to let go of a lot of hurt, right? Another thing I really want to point out, guys, is that there's a distinct difference between having to get rid of someone that brings negativity to your life and understanding that someone in your life just isn't experiencing the same season as you at that moment. So, guys, what I mean by that is I'll give an example of, you know, one of my past relationships. You know, when we met, he was on the up and up and he was doing really well with his life. Shortly after we got together, you know, just snowball effect happened. One bad thing after another began to happen in his life. But as, you know, a few bad things were happening in his life to kind of knock him down a few notches, it just so happened that three or four really good things started happening in my life. So in our relationship, we were in different seasons, right? And so because we were in different seasons, I think we were both to end the relationship to really notice that. Had we noticed that, it probably could have saved our relationship, but we just couldn't be proud of one another. So he couldn't look at me and be like, wow, you know, you got accepted to your program. You got a promotion at work. You, you know, did your first NPC bikini competition. Like he couldn't be proud of those things because he was so low on himself. He, you know, lost his job. You know, we just went through a few really bad times in his life, you know. And so those hard seasons he was going through couldn't allow him to be proud of the really good seasons I was going through. 
So what that led to was a lot of resentment, not only on his end, but also on my end, right? And so obviously one thing led to another, and that's kind of what broke the relationship up. But then again, this goes back to expectations, right? So had I not had those expectations of him to be my biggest cheerleader, maybe it would have let go of that hurt, let go of that resentment, and then I could have more clearly been able to see what he was going through and saw that he was going through really low seasons during his life, right? So just because somebody isn't your number one fan and you kind of have that expectation of them being your number one fan, there's a few things you can do. Number one, try to understand where they're coming from. Look at their past six months. Has it been a really rough time for them? Have they maybe tried that same weight loss journey and failed continuously? Try to resonate with that person a little bit more. Now, if you are resonating with that person and you're like, no, this person is just, you know, consistently attacking me with maybe these passive aggressive comments, that's kind of when you really need to take a step back and say, did I outgrow this person? Because I think that a lot of times in love, we grow up and we grow out of love. And we're so used to having that person that we just stay with them because we're comfortable. And this gives you no room for change. This gives you no room to grow. This gives you no room for, you know, new endeavors and new desires and a new life, right? Because like, as I said earlier, we're constantly evolving. You're literally suffocating yourself when you're doing that. So you really need to monthly, weekly, I don't care what it is. You need to really ask yourself if the relationship you're in is suiting you for the person you're trying to set yourself up for in your future. And this is not selfish, guys. A lot of people will probably hear this and think, wow, you know, your relationship is just supposed to stick through the good and the bad hard times. I'm not saying you're not supposed to do that, but I am saying you need to consistently evaluate your relationship and see where that person is at. And if that relationship can't be, you know, solved by having a good communication and a good foundation of communication. Like, Hey, this is where I'm trying to go. Are you okay with this? Is this cool with you? Does this align with your future? You got to start having those really hard conversations because if not, you're going to end up like, I honestly believe 80% of marriages where, you know, they feel stuck. So they've been together for 10, 20 years now and they have kids or they have a house or they have all these extra things and that's why they won't leave but they're miserable so growing up guys i if you would have asked me if i was gonna have kids and get married i would have laughed in your face there was not a day in my life that went by to where i was like wow i might actually want this because every single example of what a good relationship or what a relationship was they hated each other you know what i mean my My mom and my real dad, before he passed away, looking back, you know, from the few memories I do have, it's, there was no love. It was all hate. It was all resentment. You know, even, you know, my mom and my stepdad now, like not the best example of a good marriage. If I'm being brutally honest, you know, I just, anyone I've grown up with or grown around or good friends or anything of that nature, I honestly can't name one, well, maybe I can, maybe one or two, but I would say 80% of the relationships I've seen growing up and I've been around, there's more resentment and hate than there is love. And this is a huge problem, guys. And I honestly because think it's because we feel as though we are so stuck 
because we have all these extra baggages now, right? Like kids and a house and cars and banks and blah, 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 because we didn't take a step back and have those hard conversations or we were just too comfortable and didn't want change. So we just dealt with it. Guys, have these hard conversations. It's not selfish. It is okay to want to seek personal growth and development. And it's okay to check in with your partner to see if they want those same things, especially people who are in the fitness industry, right? So I've always believed that even if like, even if you're not a fitness professional, right? But say you're just like somebody who's like on your fitness journey, you truly have to have a partner who has that same mindset of seeking personal growth and development. Because if not, you guys just have those polar opposite core values. And when a relationship is tested, it's your core values that are really what's going to hold you together, right? So there's been, you know, I was in a relationship, just give another example. I was in a relationship and this was when I was getting pretty confident with my health and fitness journey. I was competing at the time um, and just doing about to do another prep after I'd taken a few years off and I was dating a guy and he just could not understand why I would go to the gym sometimes twice a day. He could not understand why I would wear a sports bra to the gym. He was so confident that I was, you know, I guess cheating or seeking external validation or seeking external, you know, whatever, that it really just, he couldn't live with it. And it caused so many issues in our relationship. However, I was never seeking that external validation or seeking compliments from other men or seeking attention from other men. It was always just, I was so proud of the mindset I worked so hard to be at because I was finally comfortable with walking around in a sports bra. I was finally comfortable with my body to where I really was just like, I don't care anymore. Like I've worked so hard for this. I don't need to always wear sweatpants and a hoodie. And I'm proud of the woman I am. I'm proud of the body I have. And I wanted myself to just feel comfortable in my own skin. It's the same thing for my house. I walk around my house in shorts and a sports bra because I'm allowed to because I look in the mirror and I truly love what I see. And we oftentimes in society, we look at these women as, oh, they're, you know, looking for external validation or they're like fishing comp for compliments. And hey, guys, guess what? What if we're not? What if we're just very happy with ourselves and very content with ourselves? You know what I mean? And I think that this is something a lot of men can't understand and even women can't understand. So when we do have a significant other who's going to the gym a lot and, you know, kind of exerts this radiant confidence, if we don't have that, if we aren't working towards that, it makes the other person feel very, very, very insecure. So this is what I mean when I say you really need a strong person or somebody who is like-minded in the sense that they're seeking personal development and growth and they're able to self-assess and be self-aware. Right. So I think that if you are a person in the health and fitness industry or you are somebody who's, you know, in their fitness journey, you really need to be picky about your partners because it can make or break your fitness journey, too. You know what I mean? If you're constantly trying to, you know, work on your confidence, but you constantly have a partner who's trying to pull you down, 
you're never gonna make much leadway, right? Until you begin to resent that partner. And then that relationship that could have ended, you know, very peacefully now turns into a shit show and you guys hate each other. You know what I mean? So I truly believe that we need to start having these really hard conversations. And if somebody is toxic or if somebody doesn't want you to change or if you just outgrow somebody, we have to stop feeling guilty and we have to understand that it is okay. It's okay to move on. It's okay to end it on a really good note and say, hey, you know, I learned a lot with you, but as I grew up, I outgrew you. I also think that it's really important to understand that we have to let go of these expectations because that's where our hurt comes, right? So it's not that these other people are hurting you. It's truly just the fact that we're hurting ourselves, right? So guys, that's kind of my two cents on relationships. Take it with a grain of salt. Disclaimer, I am single. So what the hell do I really know? Obviously nothing. No, I'm just kidding. But that pretty much sums up the show, guys. I want to give a huge thank you to all of you that took the time out of your day to learn, grow, and adapt with me. For more of me, go ahead and follow my personal IG at amber.dupree, D-U-P-R-E-E. This is where I post daily workouts, health and fitness tips, and just really express myself. Guys, thank you so much for joining in, for listening to me, for the audience I do have. I truly appreciate you for the support I am getting. I truly appreciate you. This podcast is something I've been wanting to do for quite some time now, so I'm very happy that I'm finally consistently producing content for you guys. Um, So with that being said, if you do like my message, if you do like what I'm saying, go ahead and give me a rating and review and show me some extra love. All right, guys, I hope you all have a great night. See you next time.